The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. It's your boy Bruce. Mira Ramirez. What's good, man? Hey, not much. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Not too much, bro. I'm glad to be back on. And uh, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be real, man, be transparent, bro. This is the correct definition of consistency. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is direct consistency, man. Like, you called me, I was laying down, I was asleep. And I could have just said no, like I could have just said F it, but I hopped on, man. So I feel like that's the part of the grind that a lot of people fail to realize that you have to, uh, you have to commit to, you know what I mean? Right. I read a quote from Slim Thug. It said, he said, make sure it's your passion and you would do it for free because most times you will be doing it for free. I can see that. I I saw a quote once that said, um, if you enjoy art, I mean, if you do art, or do music for the rest of your life. Just know that at some point you will be doing it when you don't want to. Exactly. So, yeah, if you follow that path, man, I, I feel that you just become told to it if you don't truly enjoy it. And even if you truly enjoy it, all the time for money, do it for yourself. Exactly, man. My whole thought process this whole week has been just being real, bro. Like, I don't know if you heard the um, trailer I made for the podcast, but in that, I was talking about how I wanted to change the uh, format of the podcast. Like, I want to be a little bit more professional. I still want to be have fun on the podcast, but I want to be a little bit more playful and add a little bit more value. You know what I mean? And in that, like, I was just thinking about goals. You know, like, you have friends or excuse me, you have goals set for yourself. Right. And just to be totally real, man, like you really have to be serious about it. And I had some notes with jotted down. Let me put them up, man. Like this whole week, I just been thinking about like just getting serious about my decisions. I feel like I'm finally at that mental mindset. Like this whole, like my whole life, I'm 28 right now. So it's been like a compound effect of me getting to this moment to where I'm finally mentally ready to like kind of press the gas, if that makes sense. Like sometimes you have to just, sometimes you, 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 your mind is ready to, um, I mean, your body is ready to make the move, but your mind is, you're not mentally ready. You know, you might start and stop, start and stop, but you get, just get to that point sometime to where you just like, you know, I'm done. I'm done. Start, start and stop. And I'm done not being consistent. I'm done not following through. It's just time for me to make that move and grow, grow the hell up. And go after what I what I set out to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. What made you that off? Because you were hitting twenty eight. That and um, a lot of podcasts I was listening to on consistently a lot. I listened to that one podcast, um, the Work in Progress podcast, and it was talking about they're approaching thirty, and it made me think about that. Like I'm two years from thirty, and one of my goals for turning thirty was to reach like my body goal. When I've been talking about that a lot on a couple of different episodes, but it's like, okay, how long am I going to talk about that without putting action behind it? 
Like, am I just going to keep talking about it? Am I just going to keep bringing it up, reliving my glory days and just saying it just to say it because it sounds good? Or am I actually going to get the hell up and finish it? Does that, you know what I mean? Like, I can't just speak it. I got to put action behind it. And it's like, all right, bro, I'm to the point where either you can do it or you're not. Stop talking about it. And it's like, yeah. I'm at a compound effect to where it's like, bro, over the years, I've started to stop it. I went to the gym for three days straight and then stopped for two weeks. I've started eating healthy for two days, stopped for a whole month. So it's like now I understand my faults, like my limits. I understand like what I'm willing to eat and what I'm not willing to eat. And it's just thinking back over that, putting together a plan and a system that works for me and following that. That's absolute. Your goals, right? Like having goals for myself. One of them was my body goal. Another one is financial. I have a certain comfortability level level I'm trying to reach. And another one is... um. Just where I see myself in life, you know, 10 years from now, I want to be in a certain place. Who's the 10 year me? I ask my question. I ask myself question. Who do you want to be in 10 years? It's some decisions I'm going to have to make, some sacrifices I'm going to have to make to get to that. And as far as my goals, man, I put my goals up all over my house. Like I got one that says stop being average. I was born to be I was born to win. This is right here on my table. I got my quote, different quotes that I like on a sheet of paper in my shower. And um, in front of my bathroom, I have my principles and habits. I want to fight five. Ha- I have five principles and five habits that I want to follow. So I have these note cards all over my all over my house, even on my bathroom mirror. And it's sort of like hypnotizing myself into studying who I want to become. You know what I mean? And if you look back at it like homework, like you learn the lesson or you create like they, they teach you the lesson in class. It's up to you to go home and study the lesson to actually memorize it and, you know what I'm saying, make it your knowledge. And that's what I'm kind of doing with my goals. Like I'm placing it around common areas in my house that I frequent a lot. Like the bathroom, I go there a lot. This room I'm in right now, I visit here a lot. And even on my phone, my screensavers, like I'm just hypnotizing myself and trying to orient myself to look at it where, like constantly remind myself my goals because it's easy to get off track. And if you don't have that constant reminder of where you're trying to go and you constantly um, re-engaging your thoughts, to directly reflect who you're trying to be, then you're going to forget it. You have so many distractions pulling on you every day. If you don't have those reminders throughout the day, you're just going to forget it. Okay, true. So you think it's best to just have those reminders um, peppered out throughout your day? Or just maybe you look at have it on your phone and like the notes and just refer to it every, you know, couple, every time you feel some type of way about where you're going and maybe you feel some doubts and stuff. So you just look at your notes and just, really remember exactly what you're fighting for? I think so, man. And one thing that's like solidified that was I heard a quote that said 97, 97% of the world doesn't write down their goals. And that made me think like, so if you're not writing down your goals, you're letting the other 3% of the world beat you. You know, and it's found that in a 10 year span, those who do write down their goals are far ahead of those who don't. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, okay, you know, like you say things like if you don't write it down, if you don't take that extra step than just thinking about it, then you're probably not going to make that next step. You know what I mean? If it's not immediate and pretty much like for me, it's like, OK, you have a thought. OK, I need to clean my room. You can either think that thought and then get up and start moving towards cleaning your room or you could just think it and then like I get to it later. So me writing it down is like taking that extra step, that extra accountability. And then put and then the third step of accountability is putting it somewhere that I'm going to see it all the time. Okay, so it reminds you constantly about that accountability. Exactly, man. That's it, bro, because 
I just maybe that's just me personally, man. But it's like all the interviews I've listened to, all the like books I've read, business books, business interviews, whoever people that's where I want to be. I watch their videos and a lot of them say, write down your goals, man. I'll constantly look at them every day. You know what I mean? And um, it just builds that habit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to think of something that, something that you you look at every day. It's like if you if you in a relationship with a girl, you know, you could see her once a week or if you see her every day or like multiple times a week. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of brings y'all closer than just seeing her that one time a week, if that makes sense. And that's what it that's what those note cards are. It's like constantly bringing me closer, constantly putting it in the forefront of my mind to remind me of like where I want to go. Because some days I may come in and I may not feel like doing nothing, but I read a note card that says you have two choices when you wake up in the morning. Accept the consequences that they accept the consequences the way that they are. Or number two, take responsibility for changing. And it's like seeing stuff like that. It's like I can put forth a little bit more effort or I can, um, you know, wake up and do the podcast. Things like that, man. Does that make sense? Or like, do you follow me? Yeah, I, I think I'm right. I, and think that's, I believe that. That's just where I've been at this this whole week, man. And it's just, um, I just got to start being real with myself, man. And I think taking steps like that, whether whatever it is for yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever your goals are for yourself, you know, you got to remind yourself of them because time is steady ticking. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't, Start taking steps. True, people say it's like it's no wrong time to start doing what you want to do or start going after your goals. But I also think, too, you could speed up that process also. You know what I'm saying? You can get the ball rolling a little bit. And uh, yeah, man, that's just where I'm at, man. And I've just been thinking about it this whole week. You know, like I have goals. I have principles written down. Like I said, I wake up early. I try to work out. And I'm solely focused on just like my wife, my family, my health, you know, reaching my goals. You know, I enough playing around. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I'm ready at that point to where if I'm not, if somebody is not on that type of time or like somebody, I have somebody around me that's not on that same tip, then they, I see you when I see you or we just don't see each other at all. I don't need no extra distractions in my life. You know, I, mm. I don't need no extra things pulling me away from where I want. And one of my principles, one of the sentences in there is like, my thoughts should align with where I want to go. And it's like, if I'm doing things that are taking me away from that or distracting me away from that, then it's just delaying my process, delaying me from getting my blessing. And that's a part of the reason for like stopping some of the things that I stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, being just, just being transparent, man, like just stopping drinking. Like for me, it was a distraction. It got to the point where it was a distraction. And I just had to be real with myself, bro, and just say, you know what? It's just something I got to cut out. Like, it's just going to be a reoccurring cycle for being lazy or like feeling terrible, not wanting to do nothing or just spending money. And I feel like that money could just be a that money and time that I'm spending doing that could be um, allocated to something more beneficial. What areas do you know that you're lacking in or your weaknesses that you could just perfect or not perfect, but just add a little bit more progress to? And then just study that and then just. Can commit to that and cut out everything else that's not related to that being processed. Is that what you kind of bring up? Like you, let's say you because you cut out the drinking only because it was distracting. So how bad was it distracting? Like was it stopping you from doing everything you wanted to do, or were you still able to do what you wanted to do it better? Not necessarily just halted everything that I wanted to do, but I could just do things better when I wasn't drinking or I wasn't smoking. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's where the point was. I felt like when I was doing those things, like uh, the time that I would be smoking, I go outside, take a little smoke break. I just feel uh, convicted. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm high, I just feel like super convicted. Like, man, I could be doing something better right now. And then when I'm high, I don't feel like I'm as functional. Like I can't get I can't be as productive as I can. Because I'm thinking about because I'm high. Like if I was sober, I would be thinking differently. You know what I mean? I'd be at 100 percent of my brain instead of like 90 or 80 percent of my brain. And uh, it just got to the point to where it was just it wasn't even fun me smoking because I always get internal about it. And uh, some maybe it's paranoia. I don't know. But it just I wasn't my full self and I wasn't being my full capacity when I was like that. And it's just like, you know what, bro, it'd be better. It'd be more like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, it's enjoyable. But after the fact, like after I do it, I feel worse. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm just wasting time and money at this point because I can't even enjoy it like I want to. So what do you find that you enjoy nowadays? Just finding your purpose and sticking to it? I would say, bro, like. I find enjoy making progress. Right. So like when I'm like, don't get me wrong, you still have that same grind and that still. You know what I'm saying? Day in and day out. But I feel like now I'm, I know that I'm making full progress because I don't have anything holding me back. So okay, but your question was, what do I find enjoyable now? It's like like working out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really getting passionate about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at more videos about bodybuilding and like uh, calorie counting, eating, eating healthy. So I'm looking at more videos about that. Um, actually researching things, finding like more research about things that I want to do and how I could like get higher paying positions and things like that. So like, that's what I really find enjoyable. And then actually like hanging out with my wife or like walking my dogs, training my dog, things like that. I find that enjoyable. I see it's more of a transition now. It's not it's just getting rid exactly. of You just becoming somebody able to change what you enjoy. It's not so much you gave up on the other stuff. It's just that you, you just want to try to do other things to also enjoy them that are more beneficial. Exactly, bro. But for myself, I just I knew personally, man, like I could be a lot better for myself if I cut certain things out and um, Mm -hmm. it just improved me, man. So it was just a transitional thing. It was like I had I knew for myself I had a transition from this. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know who's struggling with that or who's had those same thoughts. But, um, you know, whatever your struggle is with, you know what I mean? Like just know, man, that. You, you could get over it. You could get over it. You just have to be real with yourself, man. You have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes that's the toughest thing to let go of things. Because one of the thoughts that went through my head was, man, I'm letting go of this. But what else am I going to enjoy now? So, like I said, I found other things that I can enjoy now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the moments I have with my wife now because, you know, I'm able to fully engage with her. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy going on walks with my dogs because it gives me time to think. And like gives me time to decompress from the rest of my day. Um, I enjoy working on a podcast more and having more time to spend on that. Things like that, because I know it's like it's working towards a higher goal. It's working towards building a business. It's working towards hopefully creating income. And um, that's the way I look at it. It's actually pretty inspiring, bro. I really expect that. You're able to process all that stuff and just find different different things to, to undo those vices and find meaning in those things as well. Just keep evolving, bro. How you keep doing that? But after hearing that, man, I'm, I got to figure out exactly what I'm going to do. I got to figure out, you know, what, what what different devices to make me happy. And one one thought that went through my head, bro, was a restriction and restraint. Right? Two, both both of those are two different things, and I used to think they were the same thing. 
And it's like when you are restricted, it doesn't take it really doesn't take much effort to restrain from it because you can't have it. You know what I'm saying? Or it's a strong penalty for having it. You know, like and when we was in the military, you know what I'm saying? We had a lot of restrictions on us. So we knew that it was a consequence for doing the things we weren't supposed to be doing or doing things that was outside of the restriction. Right. But with restraint, it takes a little bit more internal or internal and mental strength. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a little bit more intentionality. And what do I mean by that? It's like with restraint, you have options now and you are practicing restraint. You know, you're making a conscious effort to not act on those options that you have, you know, whether it's dieting, anger, sex, smoking, whatever it is, you know. So I think sometimes when we don't have those systems in place that are holding us accountable, um, maybe that's financially or we might lose our job. Now it's a little bit more on us. And when it's more on us, we have to practice restraint. Some things that you don't never go away, like you still get cravings for certain things. But you just have to build up, you know, that mental fortitude to be like, okay, cool. I know first understand why you're restraining yourself from it. You know what I'm saying? And that'll help you to to continue to restrain from it, if that makes sense. Mm, Okay. Figure out the why before anything else. Yeah, man. That that definitely because a lot of times, man, we do things and we don't even know why we're doing them. You know, but once you understand Mm. why and you and when you understand why you can understand the benefit of doing it or not doing it. And that's what I kind of came up with with the whole like stop drinking and stop smoking because I I found out my why and I and I could pinpoint in my life okay like this happened because I was drinking or this happened because um I spent too much money on smoking or this happened because I was high and I missed this you know what I'm saying and I could pinpoint in my life like to where certain situations happened because I wasn't like um because I was doing those things so that was my why that was a part of my why and they were reoccurring. You know, I could pinpoint multiple times where that happened or I could pinpoint where it was a it created a uh, after effect, too. You know what I'm saying? And that'll help you come to the conclusion on, OK, whether it's just something I can, sh- I can continue doing or I shouldn't continue doing. So how long did it take for you to figure out all these things? I would say, man, it took me a lot longer because I didn't want to. Like I said, I had that thought of, all right, what I'm like, if I stop smoking, then what, what's going to be my. What's going to be my my stress reliever? If I take this away, man, then it's just like I don't have nothing to decompress with. I would say, man, I just looked at like, like I said, what else can I be doing to be better productive? You know what I'm saying? And what I, and what I mean by that is like. By doing the thing that I feel like is holding me back is keeping me in the same spot, you know what I'm saying? Versus uh, me stopping and just. Finding something else to replace it, maybe you're not removing it, you're just replacing it. You know what I'm saying? You're replacing it with something more beneficial. And in that book, uh, Atomic Habits, he talked about that, like um, replacing a habit with something else. Like now uh, I still get to decompress. I just do it by walking my dog. You know what I'm saying? Or I just do it by uh, working out. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's my decompression. And it works the same. I just replaced it with a better habit, a more beneficial habit. Okay, so it works the same, though. It works the exact same. You know what I'm saying? I get the same feeling, the same effect from doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel more accomplished because it's like, dang, like I'm decompressing and I'm getting a benefit from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like knocking out two birds in one shot. Damn, man. So what, did you just try different things until it all worked out? Did you know exactly? Did you have a plan to pinpoint exactly what you should be doing in order to, you know, conduct those feelings? Uh, I would say like I always had a passion for working out like I always wanted a better body 
And I felt like me being like, okay, me replacing um, smoking with that could be like, first of all, it helped me be more consistent and follow through with what I've been wanting to do with. And I'm like, okay, and I feel better because I look better and I feel better about myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a win-win. It's like, okay, it only makes sense for me to make that move to that. So it's like now I added that into my life. I replaced that. I replaced smoking with working out. So that means the time I was spending smoking um, will be spent working out now. You know what I mean? And for me, so like my day would be like, okay, I'll wake up early in the morning. First, I would probably like sleep in and have maybe like 30 minutes to uh, wake up and go to work. Right. I go to work all day and then I would smoke at night. You know what I'm saying? So then it got to the point to where now I'm waking up a little bit earlier to go work out before I go to work. So I go through my whole day. And then when I get off of work, um, I, instead of smoking, you know, I shower, talk to my wife, you know, play with my dog for a little bit, possibly work on a podcast. And then by the time I do all of that, you know, I'm in the bed by like nine, nine thirty. I really ain't even got time to smoke no more. You know what I'm saying? But I added another habit in to where I got it. That feeling I got, that decompression feeling I got came from working out now. You know what I mean? So I didn't mm-hmm. really need smoking no more. Yeah, you're getting high for that. I, I got exactly. you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's really how you know? I did the thing. I just got to that point to where it's like I sit down and over time, like I kept feeling that same feeling. But like I said, it was a point to where I was like, I, what I'm going to do it with? And then it was just a procrastination thing on working out. Like, oh, man, I really don't do. I really want to wake up in the morning. It's like, you know what? At the end of the day, that waking up early in the morning is going to benefit me way, way better, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm saving money from not buying, from not smoking. I'm getting my body is getting better. And I could possibly like that could benefit me and put me into more opportunities in the future. You know what I mean? Whether that's modeling, right. uh, modeling uh, things or promotional things or just confidence building all in general. And all those things are important, man. Building confidence, losing weight so you can get more of a physique, physique that you, you help your confidence. A lot of that stuff is important. It's just, it'll build and build and build. Look to where it's like, it wasn't like a super hard thing to where it's just like, I'm like strung out on it. But it was a difficult thing for me to come to. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was a process, man. Um, but I knew deep down in myself, like, you know, sometimes when you're doing something, and you just get that uneasy feeling or you get that like for some things, you you know, you you feel good eating it. You know, or, 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 I said eating it for some things, you know, it could be eating it or doing it. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be. But some things you don't have no contradiction. Your conscience is not um, weighing down on you or nothing. You could just do it flat out. But it is some things that you do sometimes to where it's just like you get that anxiety feeling and it's like. I think those are the defining factors on whether you should be doing something or not, because you get that internal feeling to where it's like you feel uneasy about it and you kind of questioning yourself about it. And that was Mm. that was what that's what what it was with me. You know what I mean? And then when I replaced those things, I didn't get those feelings no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, that's how I knew I made the right choice. See, you were introspective enough to understand yourself so you could find the problems and weed them out so you don't have to kill them no more. A lot of people got to do that. They got to look into themselves and really pick out piece by piece what they're doing wrong, what they want to do so that they can, you know, make better decisions, bro. That's a, that's a big thing. You got to, you got to be able to understand yourself and look into, look inward. Another thing too, man, like what, like what you said, reaching out to other people. Not mm-hmm. all the time you got to have the people like close to you. You know what I mean? Like I used to think like, man, 
Like these rich people, they got money to just pay for people to mentor them or they got money to just go to these classes. But it's like you also got books, you got the Internet, you got articles, people writing about all the time, confidence, consistency, uh, weight loss or financial or budgeting. Like these things that you struggle with or these things that you're wondering about trying to get better at. You don't necessarily need someone right beside you teaching you that time will come. But use the resources and the opportunities you got available to you. You know what I mean? Like for me, mine was books. I love reading books. I love watching interviews or listening to podcasts. And um, you could just type it in on Spotify, like consistency, uh, budgeting, um, things like that. You know what I mean? Like those keywords that are just popping up constantly in your life that you want to work on. And uh, that's what I did, man. And like it just helped me to hear somebody else's perspective who's a little bit ahead of where I'm at. And a lot of times they weren't like these super famous people. A lot of times they were just regular people, but they were just far ahead of me in that area. And um, the steps they set, the steps that they uh, shared in their podcast or their interview or their books, it was way more relatable. You know what I'm saying? It just helped me learn, uh, helped me along my journey. So I would definitely recommend that too, man. Like don't don't always feel sometime um, that you need that direct face to face interaction. Like a lot of times, man, you could type in an audiobook or go on YouTube and um, just research these topics, man. And a, a lot of a lot of information will be given that way, also. Yeah, never feel like you gotta do it alone. There's a lot of people who've been doing it. Same as you look towards them, just for some insight. And don't ever feel like you're the only one with that problem. You know what I mean? Like, don't ever feel like that, man. Um, I've I've felt like that. Like, man, I'm, I'm self conscious about talking to somebody about this issue that I'm having. Um, mm-hmm. And nah, bro, it's not even like that, bro. A lot of times people may share with you a similar situation that just transcends to what you was talking about. You know what I'm saying? And it could definitely help you about that because I felt self-conscious about sharing some stuff. But it's just like even talking to you, Ramirez, or talking to some of my mentors, man, it's like they share some stuff to you that it's like, wow, bro, I didn't even know you went through that. But it's just so refreshing to know that you're not alone. Exactly. It's always refreshing to feel that way. So you feel like you're not going insane. Yeah, man. a certain time. I feel so good about this, man, sharing this with you, dog, or just sharing this with whoever listening, because being authentic to myself, like sometimes I would kind of feel self-conscious about sharing with people like I don't smoke or I I don't drink because like when you're when you're doing something that's different um, than what the norm is, like I was like, man, they're going to think I'm weird or they're not going to talk to me or, you know, I'm like they're not going to hang out with me. And it's like, bro, at the end of the day, if somebody stop hanging out with you for bettering yourself, then that's not the person you need to be hanging out with anyway. You know what I mean? Um, but I would just inspire, uh, inspire anybody. Like if you're doing something different, that's positive and that's, in, and that's refreshing, whether it's reading, whether whatever the case may be, man, don't feel self-conscious about sharing who you truly are and what you're truly into. Um, right. And you'll find the people that are gravitate that are different, just like you and y'all gravitate towards each other. That's what's happening to me. There's like people at my church, like, uh, I met a couple of different dudes today. Uh, we threw a concert at a, at a local park up here, man, for the community. And it was just so cool, man, because it's like we got all like to see all the different people with the different talents in our church. Right. Just uh, help, like the moving. Some people were better at planning. Some people were better at decorating. Some people were better at sound. Some people was better at security. But just seeing mm-hmm. these different people act in those areas, man, it was just so cool because it's like, wow, bro, I never knew that about that person. That's pretty fun to watch. You, you just barely know some people and then you see them all work together. And you're like, oh, I didn't know you knew how to do that. I didn't know you were that kind of benefit society and all that. Evolving, bro. 
Just passing us all by. I guess I got you. <laughs> trying you to, up. man. Trying to, bro. Um, I appreciate it, bro. It's just like I know the change that's happened in my life. And um, by all means, not saying I'm perfect, but the positive changes that happened in my life, man, I just want to share with other people and just let somebody know, like, whether I'm further along than you are in your journey, you're further along in my journey, that uh, you're able to get here, man. You know what I'm saying? Is is I related to like like I said, bodybuilding. I want to get into that and seeing somebody go from like flabby, fat, or overweight to muscular and in shape and shredded. It's just crazy to see that transition because a lot of times you'll stare at somebody who got a perfect body or what you assume is a perfect body. You like I could never get like that, but to see that transition and for them to share their story with you. It just makes it a lot more relatable and you're able to see yourself attaining that also. Well, a big thing I've learned doing that is you have to go out and actually experience it for people. You have to be social and do all that so you can actually learn. Like the fact that you go to church and you actually experience different people and you watch them and you cooperate with them to create concerts and all that and seeing them grow and seeing the different it's important. Yeah, man. That's uh that's pretty much it, man. I really had to get that off my chest, dog. I just wanted to Really get it off my chest, man, and uh, share my story with that. And uh, I feel like anybody could do it, man. I'm not trying to be like super motivational or anything like that, man. It's just like these are things that I internally I want to stress that uh, I want to I really want to stress that because sometime in the world, man, people could say things that are taken out of context. Like people should accept you for who you are or you shouldn't have to change. I don't necessarily think that's true, man. I think that's situational. You know, some things you can't just take for face value or just like in general or universally. You know, you have to really look truly in yourself and say, what do I in my personal situation need to work on? You know what I'm saying? And really be comfortable enough or like talk to somebody about that. And uh, don't generalize it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just situational based on you. And I knew truly for myself, certain things needed to change. I need to take I need to replace certain things in my life. And uh, I just had to stress that, man, because sometimes you can get distracted in the world, uh, watching other people being influenced by other people, whether it's famous people, influential people, speakers, whoever, business people. And you think what they say is law. You know what I'm saying? It's not always the case, man. You really have to step back and internalize your specific situation because everybody's situation is different. Reach out if you need to to other people. And um, make the changes that you feel are necessarily that you necessary to better your life. That's what's up, bro. You really preaching. It really helped me out as well. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. A lot of that stuff I you were talking about just you know it's just a thing that I wondered to myself like I wonder what age people was all learning this. Is it certain things that people just picked up on their own, or is it certain things that they had been taught about about following certain aspects of themselves and stuff like. I only struggle because I'm going through stuff like that myself. I'm still struggling to really come to terms with what I want to do. Most of it was watching other men that I wanted to be at. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like positive, just positive men. Like whether it was my pastor, um, my pastor is a really cool dude. Like he ta- I see him taking care of his family. I see him going to work, see him preaching in the church. And it ain't just preaching, bro. Like he's preaching from the Bible, but he's making it relatable and I could follow it. Like I could look it up myself and see like what he's talking about. It, it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, wow, dude. And then I met, uh, it's a guy, uh, one of my mentors, Mr. Corinthian. I see him, you know what I mean? He taking care of his family. He doing his thing at school. And he now is writing a book, man. He just told me that one of his books uh about to get picked up with the school district. 
And like I remember going to his office and like sitting down talking to him and he like he was learning about stocks. He was trying to teach me about stocks and things like that. So I picked up things about that. You know what I mean? From different men. It's one of my other uh, mentors, Mr. Mr. McCray. He a karate instructor. And like just seeing him opening up his different businesses and karate and then seeing how he mentored to other young men on campus. It's like I picked up those different aspects and I'm like, wow, man super focused, man. And the same things that I'm tell- I'm talking about now, they talk to me about it. They just handle their business as men. And I just like that aspect. I like their character. I like their personality. And that's what I took after. I took t- t- uh, traits from them and then I applied it in my life. Like, how can this be helpful in my life? How can I apply this in my life? Once you, I, I feel like once you do that, once you find out what it is that you need to do and why you need to do it, it'll fall into place. You know what I'm saying? It'll just fall yeah. into place. It'll just start making sense. Uh, do you know that for like a general fact is that do you think that works for everyone or what do you think? No, man, I think it works for everybody, dog. Like, honestly, I honestly think that's a universal thing, man. I just say that because I see it work for me. Church is a big thing for me. And, um, I, when I go to church, like I notice all the different people, like nobody's the same at church. You got some people that's just outgoing. You got some people that's introverted. Like I said, you got certain people with different talents, but, Mm -hmm. They all live. They all live different lives, um, but their story, man, and like their character and like what they do, um, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense for me to uh, make those changes because I see it working for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what that's what influences me. Because I gotta, you, I don't think you could just do something because somebody says it. You sometimes you gotta see it work too. I knew it was things that needed to change. I knew why I wanted to change them, and then I seen it working for other people also. I don't know. Maybe it's less realistic for it to work for everyone. Maybe I think there's maybe different paths for everyone to find their way and to find their marks. I just try to, I don't account for everyone when it comes to that because I don't know how everyone's brains work. So, you know, it could be like a whole different situation of how they got their start and how they feel and who they need to talk to. I agree with you on the fact that not everything is going to work for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree with that. For me, my thought process is like it's universal things that will um, for instance, these two things I think is universal. Like knowing, like figuring out things that you know are like I could do without that, or I could replace that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then figuring out why. Like everybody could do that. I feel like it, that works for everybody. You know what I mean? Like right. so, like stuff like that. Now the process you take on going to that point, that's different. You know what I mean? It's gonna be different for everybody. Uh, but but taking those two steps on asking yourself why and uh, the ben- understanding the benefits. Or the non-benefits, I feel like those are universal. I really uh, want to help people. Like that's what this podcast. I really wanted it to be geared towards because love and compassion and care are the things that really bring the world together. Everybody benefits from that. You know what I'm saying? And um, my pastor preaches that, and that's what I believe, dog. It's like from my experiences in life, also. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, bro, compassion, love, genuinity. Everybody benefits from that, man. And um, when I see those, when I see those acts, whether it's teaching somebody something, whether it's showing somebody something, whether it's helping somebody on the side of the street, mm-hmm. I pick up, I pick up those traits, and I remember that, man. And it sits, it, it, it keeps in your memory. You have a hundred thousand experiences in life all the time, but those things mm-hmm. stick in your memory. Right. They say a lot of negative things stick in your memory more, but I got to tell you, some genuine things where people are genuinely kind, or when they're just, you know just to see them so passionate about what they're doing or that they're so, you know, so 
happy about being doing the individual thing they're so good at is that catches your memory, bro. You be wanting to remember those kind of those happy moments of people just being genuinely good people. I think I'm gonna end the podcast right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, hopefully you guys like learn something from it. Hopefully you guys took some things away from it. And we definitely help somebody, uh, even if it's just one person. So uh, we ask you guys to just like, share, um, and just give us a listen. You know what I'm saying? So till next time, till next Thursday, this is the Real Talk Podcast. We appreciate you guys for listening. Peace. Peace. If you like what you've heard or would like to send us feedback, reach out to us at thoughtvisionmaterialized at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at underscore the Real Talk Podcast. Twitter at Real Talk Pod 1 and Apple Podcasts and Spotify at The Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.